Hey guys, welcome back. Hang on, oh. hang on, hang on. All right. James and Emma, <laughs> be quiet. I think we should keep that. That should be the, the beginning of the episode. Can you hear Charlotte too? I don't know what she's yapping about. <laughs> Take two. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Aww. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I, like I can't look at you. I can't look at you either. Well, every time I look up, your, your head's all the way down. That makes me laugh. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me take a drink. Reset. This is the Joyful Mama Show. We want to help you take actionable steps toward dreams that have more impact, family life that has more peace, and motherhood that has more joy. We think that it's time for moms to rise up in entrepreneurship and change the world. But let's face it, it's hard to sort through all of the ways we get stuck in our own heads and in all of the things we feel like we're supposed to be doing. How can we change the world when we're overwhelmed with trying not to feel overwhelmed about homeschooling or power struggles with our kids or taking care of our own hearts? our bodies, and our minds. We want to give you the tools to find rest, joy, and healing while also taking your business and your dreams to the next level. You know you were made for more than hustle. You can feel that you were made for more than the lies that hold you back. And we believe that you were made for amazing things that impact the kingdom of God and the people that God has given you to impact for Him. You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving. And we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Joyful Mama Show. We are talking today about what happens when we blow it. (laughs) And (laughs) the way this conversation came about was actually where Sarah and I are both going to be going to a conference this coming weekend called, um, it's called MomCom. 2023. It's put on by an organization, a nonprofit called Able Moms International. And the CEO and founder of this organization is actually a friend of mine. We met probably 20 years ago and have kind of lost touch, but she reached out and asked if I would be interested in speaking at this conference. Actually, it was initially going to be last year. And then there was a change of plans. It got canceled and moved. And She reached out again and sent a couple emails, (laughs) a few DMs, and it was one of those things that just kept getting pushed aside. I am just kind of notorious and known for having the struggle of administrative tasks. And so it was something that I knew was there, but kept forgetting to respond and like, oh, I'll get back to it later. I'll get back to it later. And before I knew it, it had been months like probably, or at least several weeks. And then I saw that someone posted on social media that the event was coming up and I realized, oh my goodness, I never responded to her. And she had asked me to speak. And so I was kind of, and I remember Sarah, you even asked me about it because you knew that it was something that had come up. And anyway, I had a moment of trying to figure out how to redeem the favor to have been asked to speak at this event. And the first, when it first came up initially, I was all in, I was 
nervous, but excited for the opportunity. And then the second time it came around, it just, yeah, I just kind of let that, let it drop. And so what I ended up doing was just finally, after weeks of (laughs) accidentally ghosting this friend who leads the conference, I just messaged her and said, I'm so sorry that I totally dropped the ball. Do you need anything? Is there any other way I could serve? Um, I'll definitely be praying for you. I'm so, so sorry. And she was gracious. And what's funny is that when she responded, she said, I'm so happy to hear from you. I was almost expecting her to be like, geez, like frustrated with me because I'm like the worst nightmare of someone trying to like make plans when I can't be reached. Right. And she said, you know how the enemy is like, I was totally in my head thinking I had done something and wondering if there was anything I had done to make you mad or upset you. I wasn't sure why you hadn't responded. And, and she did try to, to reach out to me in a couple different ways. So I can totally see how she would have been thinking that. So I apologized and she was, she forgave me and all the things. And then what ended up happening was she said, well, I guess if, if you're open, I, I feel like this isn't what I would normally, you know, I would have loved for you to speak, but yeah, that window's kind of gone, but we do have a couple openings on our ministry team, on our prayer team. Would you consider doing that? So it's funny because I haven't done anything like that on a leading a prayer team or being on a prayer team officially in years. And the thought of it and just kind of being behind the scenes and undercover and not having a spotlight and not being on the stage excited me because it was an opportunity to truly just come in and serve. I asked her if Sarah could come too, and we could do it together as the joyful mama and just love on some of the moms that are coming to this event. And they said, yes, they said they'd love to have both of us come. And, and from there, they then extended the opportunity for us to, to write a devotion in their curriculum. We're going to record a video while we're there. So that's going to be kind of cool as well. But um, anyway, we, we we're going to just share the story about, Hey, we're going to this conference and we're super excited about it. And the opportunity to be in the room with hundreds of moms And the thing with this conference is they say this is for every mom. So it's not just homeschool moms. It's not just entrepreneur moms, which is, you know, the, the type of moms that we usually speak to, but this is, I think for, for literally legit, any mom, (laughs) it's just a one day event. But anyway, Sarah, you can share why you thought this was an important story to share if you want to, and why it's relevant to our, our sweet listeners because we kind of all have things, right? Where for me, it's the admin stuff. You know, I love, when we were talking about this, I love this story because to me, it's just a snapshot of how, you know, we all have failures and we all mess up. We all do things that we're like, dang it. I can't believe I did that. Or I can't believe I did that again. You know, or I can't believe I dropped the ball on this, or I can't believe I'm struggling with this again. And we, we have these moments of, where we just don't feel like we are doing it right, or we've got it all together, or we're good enough, or um, we're as good as someone else, (laughs) or, you know, comparison Mm -hmm. can really creep in there. I'm like, as I'm looking at the situation, I'm like, oh my gosh, you could have gone on a shame spiral. You could have over-spiritualized it and been like, well, like I got spiritually attacked by the devil and that's why I'm just distracted and you know I'm not remembering things I'm just under spiritual attack or you could have gone the other way and 
said, well, I guess God didn't want me to be a part of this because if he had wanted me to be a part of this, then there would have still been space for me to speak after all this time. And I love that you didn't over-spiritualize the situation. You just kept moving forward. And I think you took like, like we're always talking about, you took like a really small action that led into something that redeemed the situation and actually like brought me into it. And I feel like the Romans 8, 28, that we're, you know, one of the verses we love and live by, God works out all things for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And I think it's just a good story of showing how he does that and how, when we don't just write it off and we keep pursuing things that we want, things open up to us, even if it looks differently than what it we thought it was going to look like. Hmm. Well, thank you for all the kind words. Yeah, I can, after you said that, I'm like, oh, I can definitely see how this is a Romans 8, 28. And the Lord took something that was a blooper <laughs> on my part. But yeah, just, you know, in the not so far distant past, I would have totally gone into the shame and, or even prior to the shame, I probably would have been one just to make excuses just either because I was feeling shame, I would try to minimize it. Like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, but inside I would be feeling like I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's funny because when I responded to this friend and, you know, apologized and asked if there was something I could do, her response was not at all what I would have expected. She said something along the lines of, well, this is totally below your pay grade. And I hate even asking but this is like the one thing that we really still need help with. And I've been very selective with who I've asked for this position because I know whoever's doing the personal one-on-one ministry is going to be praying over women, maybe prophesying over them. And so I really want to make sure that the women who are up at the front at the altar are women that I really trust. And so it was another huge compliment that I'm like, man, I really do. I'm not going to over-spiritualize it and say, well, this is what God had for me all along because there was the invitation to probably have even greater influence from the stage sharing with every person who attends the event. But what an amazing privilege and blessing that he's saying, even though you miss that, like I'm still going to give you the opportunity to speak into a few and to really do the one-on-one. And so I'm just excited that Sarah and I, you know, together, we're going to get to be the, the, not just the, the stories and the voice and the whatever, I don't even know what I was going to speak about, (laughs) but we get to be the, the real hands and feet of Jesus in a more intimate way, which isn't something that we get to do together. Often when we host our retreats, we get to do that in a more intimate setting, but a lot of what we do is virtual and it's, you know, the two of us too many you know, hundreds at a time. And Mm so, yeah, I'm just really grateful. And thank you for just encouraging me and seeing deeper into that than I saw myself. And yeah, I hope it encourages somebody that if you feel like you've blown it, find, find a little crack (laughs) that you can pry open and, and find some way to redeem what feels like maybe a failure on your part, because I think there's always a way if we look for it, that God can take any situation and redeem at least part of it. 
Mm-hmm. Do you want to yeah. um, share the dream that even takes us deeper into your knowledge of your calling and what God has is is bringing you into? And because I think it speaks to just how much, like how weighty this situation was of you and not getting to speak on the stage. Sure. Yeah. Well, I had a dream just a few nights ago. And in the dream, I was with um, one of my mentors, my first mentor, that was how Sarah and I even connected. And he was coaching me and I was crying and he was yelling. (laughs) And he wasn't yelling at me. He's just very passionate. And I was saying, I don't know how to get to the next level my business. I want breakthrough and I, I don't know what to do. I feel stuck at right where I'm at. I've been at this level for however long, and I don't know how to get the breakthrough. And he said, Liz, you do know how to get the breakthrough. He's like, the the way to get breakthrough is stages. And I, I knew he was saying I needed to speak. And I, and somehow knew that it wasn't just speaking in front of a few people. It was big speaking opportunities and I said, I don't want to speak. I'm afraid. I don't want to do stages. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And he basically said, that's BS. <laughs> and you have to follow the favor. And if I open a door, walk through it. If I open a door, walk through it. If the Lord opens a door, walk through it. So yeah. So I think that the the weightiness of this opportunity is this was something that happened before I had that dream, before I really had the clear revelation that that's where the Lord is probably taking me. But now, even in hindsight, I'm seeing like, man, when someone gives you the opportunity to speak and to share your story, whether it's with a couple people or a couple hundred or a few thousand or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, it is such a privilege and it's mm-hmm. favor. And I need to, to honor the favor. So again, like in hindsight, I'm like, man, I guess Thank you, Jesus, that I'm enough led by your Holy Spirit that I <laughs> redeemed some of the favor by still seeing how I could serve because it's it's just a really big honor. And I think that it was something that I wasn't showing enough honor to and just kind of, oh, it'll be there when I can get to it, which is not very kingdom-like. So anyway, yeah, that's I guess that's where the direction we're going. And yes, I'm, I'm very afraid. And I really, there's nothing about speaking on a stage in front of people that I love at all. It, it actually still terrifies me, but I've always been obedient up until this one (laughs) where I blew it. But if I'm asked, I generally say yes and do my best to make it happen. And we'll see what, I'm just excited to see what the Lord does through this. I think he's going to blow our minds with the Romans 8, 28 part of it. There's probably going to be some connection we'll make with praying over someone with being on the ministry team. Maybe it will be ministering to the speakers themselves. Maybe it'll be, you know, the mom who's in the back of the room sitting by herself and we just get to go and start a conversation. Who knows what it'll be. But um, I think that he's going to be extra kind and generous and how he redeems it because that's just who he is. It makes me think of, um, I was talking to a friend a couple of weeks ago and just, I'm in a new city. I don't know many people here. I'm a very relational person. So that's really hard for me not having friends and the friends that I did leave. I had been friends with them for the past you know, decade plus and really close and have done life together for years and are, they babysit my kids. And, you know, we do every, we did everything together, church, you name it. And so it's been a lot of grieving what I've lost and what I've moved on from. 
And then at the same time, trying to be open to what God has for me in the city specifically. We came here for my husband's job. So he's a pastor at a church here. So he kind of came in and immediately had a place. Um, his job gave him that place of, he, these are the people I'm with every day. These are, this is the thing I'm doing. This is, and all of my things I'm doing are online. Yeah. The great part is like, oh, I can go anywhere. I can be anywhere. I'm totally able to be transient and not tied down to any location. The negative part of that is that you don't have roots anywhere <laughs> necessarily. Yeah. Um, which can get lonely. Yeah. So as I was talking to my friend, I was like, you know what? I really think I need to treat this like I did when I wanted to get married. Um, the attitude I had eventually after counseling and reading this book, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to partner with God and I'm going to go on an adventure and we're going to go find a husband because this is what I want for my life. And I just refused to over-spiritualize it. Like I had been in the past of like, I'm just going to pray and wait for this man to show up in my life. And, you know, I had been in like so many different Christian circles and had worked for different ministries and I'd lived over. I mean, I had met so many men at that point that it was ridiculous from all over the world. And (laughs) I was like, this is not showing up at my door. I just have to pursue this and look at this practically, just like I would any other thing in my life. A business is not going to show up at my door. It's not just going to appear. Clients don't just usually appear, except for in the rest of the story I'm about to tell. (laughs) Um, And I was like, I'm just going to be open like I did then. And I'm going to go to coffee shops I wouldn't normally go to and talk to people I wouldn't normally encounter. And I'm going to go like wherever, whenever I can, I'm going to do something different out of my normal routine to just like broaden and just be so open to whoever God wants to put in my path and whoever I'm supposed to encounter, I'm going to do the work of being open because being open isn't just like, we're not manifesting here. We're not just like expecting the universe to bring things to our door. No, we're in, we're on mission with Jesus. So we're going and we're doing. So I walked into a coffee shop and I, I was meeting a, a girl from my church who we'd never talked before. Uh, really. And we were having a coffee date and we're in the middle of this coffee date and she goes to the bathroom and the barista, we were sitting at like a bar that was attached to the coffee shop, the little coffee area where the barista was. The barista came up to me and she goes, are you a life coach? And I was like, yes, I am. And she goes, are you local? I'm like, yes, I am. I just moved here. And, she's, and she goes, I've been Googling life coaches and I could not find any that were local. And I was like, well, here I am. I didn't know anything about her. And looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, God, you're so good. Like I was just open to what you had for me. And I wasn't just open. I pursued it. I got my butt off out of my house and Mm -hmm. went and went to go find what you have for me. Yeah. And it's to me, I'm just thinking of like, you know, when we're open, but also when we're willing to do something, like you took action, you messaged the girl back. You said, what else can I do to serve you? You Mm -hmm. didn't just wait for her to contact you again the next year to see if you wanted to speak. (laughs) We're going to go on a limb again. (laughs) (laughs) I was asking a lot at that point to expect her to then message you the next year. Like she would have probably had a year to get in her head about you if you 
hadn't connected back with her. Mm -hmm. So I think like what I'm just feeling is like this feel of failure, the fear of failure, battling that and combating that with the creativity of partnership with God, with the Holy Spirit. And really like, again, we're back to taking action. We're back to doing something, something small. Just, I wasn't even do, all I was doing was having coffee with someone, but I made Mm -hmm. an appointment to get out of my house away from my children and talk (laughs) to someone Mm one-on-one. And this, you know, a new client just literally, it's the first time in my life, I think something has been up that easy. I feel like it was God's wow. most, like major God wink to me. You know, like, oh. I'm, here, I'm here, Sarah, you're not alone. Like I'm going to provide for you something in this season and you're going to see what it is. Just don't give up. Romans 8, 28. All over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It's those little bitty steps of action that then he's like, give me something to work with. If you take that step, I will blow your mind with what I will do to match your effort. Mm -hmm. It it goes back to the, like, if I remember that same mentor would always say, all he's asking for is your 1%. He'll do the 99, just give him Mm -hmm. the 1%. And so, yeah, he always does exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can even imagine if we will just, like you said, partner, not sit and wait, not expect like. I could have waited and thought, well, maybe she'll ask again next year. That would have been a big gamble on my part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually she already did. Now that we're back, you know, the conversation wow. and she's like, I want to go ahead and reserve you for next year. You'll be one of the first, you know, ones on the lineup. I can't wait. And so who knows um, what's on the other side of that one little step and how much you can redeem even when you've blown it. If you just, yeah, yeah go low admit when you've blown it, ask for forgiveness. I've, I'm learning that people are really liberal with their giving of forgiveness. Most of the time, I I can't think of an instance where I've blown it and said, Oh my goodness, I'm going to own that. I just blew it. Please forgive me. I am so sorry. And it hasn't been received. Right. It's so good. Well, we love you guys. We hope you keep taking action, moving forward. Ask for forgiveness when you need to. Don't judge yourself too harshly. Get back up and get creative and ask the Lord and remind him that you want to partner with him and that you're ready to be on mission with him and expand the kingdom in all your circles. So we love you and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. To get our free heart-centered homeschooling ebook or to book a breakthrough call about homeschooling or business with Sarah, visit the links in the description of this podcast. Also, we always want to hear your questions or ideas for new podcasts, so do please slide into our DMs on Instagram or post in our Facebook group. We would love to hear from you.